Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 109 of What the Dice. And I'm just sitting here in my office, working on the episode, drinking some coffee, and hanging out on Discord. If you want to hang out on Discord with me, you can head on over to whatthedice.weebly.com, W-E-E-B-L-Y, that is how you spell Weebly, and you can click our link page and join us on our Discord. When I'm editing, I pretty much have discord up so i'm always able to chat and hang out with y'all and we've got other cool stuff like pet picks and fan theories and all sorts of cool cool stuff and if that's not enough we got a twitter at what the dice pod and you can join the tabletop communities that we're all involved in and hang out and chat with all sorts of really cool podcasters and as always don't forget to like share subscribe Follow all those things, and it is all ammo to help us fight the big old dragon that is algorithms. That thing's got a lot of HP, a lot of DR, and I'm still trying to fight it. And I want your help, because help is fun. That's all I got. So I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on to this week's episode. We arrive at the storyteller's campsite. The wind is blowing a little heavier than usual, and the storyteller is sitting, his eyes locked into the forest. Short bow in hand, arrow notched, his well-trained eyes staring, watching for any movement. As we approach, he lances over at us and smiles. Well, well, me friends, welcome, welcome. My rat problem has not gotten much better, but it hasn't gotten much worse. But you are not here to help with the rat hunt. You are a trained and seasoned adventurer here to hear a story. Well, in the last time we spoke, Faye and the team got deeper. A coming across a strange gelatinous cube Massive in size, but inside a small box. That box contains something that belongs to the Fibulous. A trigger of a legendary rifle that he quests to complete. Well, reaching in, she forgot that gelatinous cubes produce a perilous. Being paralyzed, her team saved her by preemptively tying a rope around her and pulling her to freedom. But the gelatinous cube was not too thrilled and now has turned to attack the team. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys had a chance to make your way through a strange room filled with strange rats, gathering pieces of damaged godspell, and stacking and organizing them neatly. Kalila decided to reach out and realize that they are producing some kind of something field that she didn't fully understand, and you all decided to just 
leave the room and not risk taking on the hundreds of rats that are slowly organizing the room. Exiting there, you entered into a natural cave. And above, Defibulus saw the pipe from the upper levels, identifying that this room should be the room that has his trigger. And unfortunately, this room has been completely cleaned of all debris, dust, rocks, metal of the sort are all gone. Following the not trail of clean or the trail of cleanliness, you enter into a large room where you see a large gelatinous gelatinous cube taking a small nap as it digests all of the organic material that it has gathered over its time. Faye decided it would be a good idea to try sneaking up on it and taking the trigger from its jelly-like substance. As she reaches in, the gelatin's slime penetrates her skin and she becomes paralyzed for 12 rounds. The team quickly pulls her back via rope harness that they had rigged up. And we are starting this episode with an initial. I feel like there needs to be a dun, dun, dun. Give me your initials. 23. And for Hugan? Yeah, he goes on my round. The Fibulous. 26. Faye. I'm paralyzed. Yeah, it's only 12 rounds. You can still roll your initial now. 14. All right. <laughs> and the cube. I've got the cube all set up. The boar cube? The boar cube. The jelly cube. The Roomba of the caves. Defibulous, starting at the top of the round, you stare at this gelatinous cube and it jiggles and blurbles as it st- moves slowly towards you. Well, towards the group, not just towards you. Defibulous mm. has never fought a gelatinous cube before. But then again, I think I can count on one hand the number of gelatinous cubes I have legitimately fought in all my years of tabletop. I think that's three. This is my first cube. And I know it's not Faye's first cube. Is this the first gelatinous cube that someone that has paralyzed you? Yeah, I've never seen anyone get paralyzed. But... Woohoo! Alright. You got me. <laughs> so who's first? Defibulous? Defibulous is up first. Oh, nice. I have a question. I have an answer. Is it flammable? You do not know, because no one has rolled that. Feel this. I'm, I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading one of my shots real quick. Okay. How tall is the ceiling in here? Since that cube's ten feet. Uh, you've probably got a good 80-foot ceiling in here. This thing is a natural cave, so it goes up pretty high. Awesome. Hmm. What you thinking? I was thinking either dead shot or something else. Can a... Oh, actually, can a dry cube become flat-footed? 
yes, they can become flat-footed. Flat. Yes, they can become. They do have a flat-footed stat. I don't think you can technically. You can't knock them down because like they're flipping a table. <laughs> no, no, it it would be literally like flipping a cube. Like there is no. They they don't technically have a face or a head or a feet. It, it, they're a cube that moves. Okay, so, like, Startling Shot says, I pretty much, as long as I have one grit, which I, I always have one grit to start, from what I understood of all that grit stuff, it says, I can purposely miss the creature that I could normally hit with a firearm attack. When I do this, the creature becomes flat-footed until its next turn. Okay. So... You guys want me to... Flat-footed or just shoot it in general? All right. Hear me out before you make that decision, because that actually might buy us the time that we need. We have that flying broom. Faye, I'm sorry I'm suggesting this. What if we tie her to it? And one of us uses the broom. It can lift two people at a, at a go and move it out of the range of that gelatinous cube, and one of us stays on the broom firing down. But that puts whoever's on the ground by themselves, and the cube will go after them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea. Faye's already still harnessed, so if you wanted to use your action to pull out the broom and then uh, a simple action to secure Faye to it, I would allow yeah. it. But know, that would I, I, be I, the entire round for that. What person. do you think, Defibulous? Do you want to be on the ground or can you fly mm -mm. a broom? Mm -mm. I mean, I like this idea. Um, that would be up to Dan if I could discharge a rifle while flying on a broom and not you get would take off. you would take disadvantages. It would be because you you're using a rifle and it's normally two handed. So you would I take, could do it. Yours is two handed too. Your bow is two handed. But I might have the decks and the acrobatics to stand on the broom. Yeah. Um, it depends on how you want to do it. Like if you were planning, like Defibulous would definitely take disadvantage because this is not something he would normally do. All right. Kalila, I can kind of see she would be used to the, the like dexterity of standing on a branch or yeah. dangling upside down and shooting. Like, all right. Here's a question: Am I allowed to ask her what her skill in flying is? Well, yeah. you could ask if I can fly. Yeah. Are you even capable of flying? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of think I can fly too, but I don't know how well this will work. Well, we're both pretty dexterous. The other backup plan is that I have Hugh tie her up in a web and secure her to the ceiling until she can move. Then, mm -mm. Mm -mm. what happens if like is she that she'll have to fall off this fell out of the ceiling to move then? No, because as soon as she can move, she'll move and Hugh can get her down safely. I like the flying idea. <laughs> I think she's agreeing with us. It's either flying or webbing. Because we're going to need both of us to take that cube down. Mm -hmm. Um, I say we use the broom and we fly around and shoot it and shoot it more. All right. I'll get on the broom. You stay on the ground and stay away from that thing. Got it? All right. Sounds good. And can we actually see the box in it so we don't like blow the box up with inside of it no one has tried to look at it i would like to look at it sir and while he's doing Reception. that 
I am tying Faye to a It is broom. not your round. Nat You'll 20. have to do it on your round. Aww. <laughs> the Fibulous, you stare at that and you see the glint of a diamond, the glint of a uh, piece of gold, a sign that says restroom, and then you see another sign that says, please do not discharge firearms in the armory. And then behind all of that, you see the glint of the small box. Defibulous will share the information with Kalila of where the box is in the body. Are you going to shoot at the gel or the cube? Yes. Uh, Actually, um, to give us more time to set up the flying broom gunnery thing. Yep. I'm going to use my... Where is it? Watch your side. No, further down. My startling shot. And what does that do? As long as I have a point of grit, it says I purposely miss the creature that I could normally hit with a firearm attack. And when I do this, the creature becomes flat-footed. That's all it says. Okay. Makes really little no sense to me, but that's what I want to try. Alright. So you purposely are missing. Yes. Then it flat-foots the cube. Flat sides, foot, whatever. Yeah, give me one sec. Let me make sure this thing is not immune to uh, flat-footedness. All right. Um, So it won't be able to dodge, can't use its dexterity bonus, and it cannot use attacks of opportunity. I'm going to just say I would save that because it's too far away to make attacks of opportunity. It will take at least a full round to get to you guys, just as a, a freebie, so you're not wasting your point of grit. Yeah, okay, aren't cool. these ten by ten squares? They're ten by ten squares, and they can move twenty feet. Okay. That's just some freebie information, and it's a pretty decent decent distance away. You could still hit it with a standard shot, but I want I don't want you to waste your your point of grit because I'm not. I think that comes back after certain skills are used. I don't think it actually even consumes grit. It's just as long as I have a point of grit. Oh, I mean, if you want to use it, you're more than welcome to. I just figured you'd want to deal damage to it over... Uh... Yeah, that's what I'm more thinking, because I didn't... Flat-footed didn't... I, I thought that meant, like, it stopped it from moving type type thing. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do wild shot, you can risk losing a trigger. No, I really would like to get the trigger back in one piece. All right. I'm just going to shoot it for now because some of these shots don't make as much sense to me as I thought as they should. All right. Go ahead and uh, give me your roll. And this thing is how far away from us? 60-ish feet. While you're doing that, I have a question. Are there any ledges that I could land on with Faye so we're not just hovering in the air? Mm, you know, nope. against a wall somewhere? There's some outcroppings, but they don't look like they'd be big enough for you to get a solid footing. Oh, okay. Nothing to set a, have her sit up or lay down on. Nope. 43. That's a hit. What'd you get damage-wise? So, 15. Alright. 15 points damage it is. The bullet enters into the, the ooze and you see it just sink deep into the, the ooziness. Kalila Hugan up next. What y'all gonna do's? 
Apologize to Faye and tie her to a broom. Do you have a better idea that I can guess within 10 seconds? That's what I thought. I'm sorry. Tie, 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 tie. All right. So you have the broom out. You have her secured. And next round, you'll be able to take off. That is fair. Hugin is taking a defensive stance in front of us both. Okay. Faye, you're paralyzed. The gelatinous um, cube. Actually, I do have a spell that I can cast that does not require a hand gesture. What no. is it? That's why I asked. Is it flammable? You do not know. You can try. So I cast spark on it. Ooh, spark! It's supposed to light a flammable object. Nothing happens. Didn't think so. <laughs> the gelatinous cube is moving up its full feet. And Defibulous shot, so it's going to move more towards Defibulous. Top of round, Defibulous, your round. That's a lot closer. Uh, right. What would you even roll to determine anything about a gelatinous cube? Knowledge nature, knowledge dungeoneering. Um, your character probably didn't spend a whole lot of times underground, so I'm not going to give you knowledge local. So knowledge and knowledge dungeoneering or knowledge nature. I'm going to make. I'm going to use a diplomacy check on. <laughs> oh god. Intimidation check. There we go. Can you intimidate something that has an intelligence of zero? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, maybe if it gets scared. I mean, they can get scared. True. All right. What do you want to do, Defibulous? And actually, it looks like to answer your question, it's a DM type question answer because there's no defined answer. Ah, got it. All right. What would you like to do to Vivulus? This thing is oozing closer. I'm looking at my my choices of how to shoot it. Then I will have a follow-up question while he's reading and what have you. I know Kalila would have and does have knowledge nature, and this would be relevant to what's about to happen, is can those things jump? And if they can, would Kalila know about how high? Go ahead and roll me a knowledge nature. Uh, those are usually free actions, so I'm not going to make you waste your turn doing it. So go ahead and. That's roll why I was them. asking. While gave buying time for Defibulous to make a, a wonderful choice, and I rolled a twenty-five. You do know that they are not a jumpy type of creature. Um, it's not uncommon that they might like slime up. Like if they're pushing themselves against a wall, they might be able to lift themselves up a foot or two. The angle is right, kind of if, idea. Yeah, if the angle is right, but uh, you do know that they weigh quite a bit of weight, so they do not jump because you know weight. Right, they are considered. I think this is what like a extra large creature. They are considered large creatures. They are ten by ten, and they weigh about fifteen hundred pounds. Wow, they're heavy. Mm-hmm. And this is why Kalila naturally wants to get her off the ground. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 15,000 pounds. I missed point a zero. My still stands. Yeah. Um, you do know that they are solitary creatures. 
Um, targeting on this thing doesn't make much of a dis difference, does it? No, like this thing. I would imagine this thing's easy to hit. It's like literally the size of a wall. Yep. You would have to roll a natural one to miss this. And if you want to roll a natural one, you're more than go, go ahead. You're, you're more than free to. Because I think if you roll two of them in a row without clearing your barrel, you blow up your barrel. Uh, no, a misfire is a gem originally. Yeah, and then you have to clear the jam or you risk damaging it. Uh, it won't fire if it's jammed, yeah. Yeah, that's no, you can you can technically force fire it and it will destroy the weapon. Well, that's up. Yeah. I'm gonna use dead shot, but I'm trying to make sure I'm reading it correctly so I could use it. Firing a musket with both attacks, you would do 2d12 points of damage with the shot instead of the 1d12, so you would do both your shots in one shot. But that would consume one point of uh, grit to use. I have, uh, yeah, pull a two. So yeah, you would have to roll to make sure you hit, and I think you have to roll. Yeah, it's uh, based on your attack bonus, so you would have to, you basically just put everything you got into uh, one shot, and it's, yeah, so this is basically, you also don't want to roll a one on this, because it will misfire and jam your weapon if you fail it. All right, I will give it this dead shot. And give that a try since I don't use my grip stuff much at all. Okay. 38 damage. Wow, nice. As your bullets rain fiery hell into this gelatinous cube, you see like ripples in a pond as each piece of shrapnel hits. It gurbles angrily and it just tips back a hair before repositioning itself and moving forward once again. Question. Kalila. Yes. What's an angry gurgle sound like? <laughs> Thank you. I just really wanted you to do that for me. I might leave it in. You should leave it in. <laughs> Kalila, what are you wanting to do? Mounting the broom and getting in the air. Roll your fly skill. Could I use acrobatics, but I do have fly. Uh, I would prefer fly because you are actually flying first. Okay. 16. All right, you are good there. So you are airborne and Faye is dangling off of this magic broom, paralyzed. And Not very unhappy dangle about it. dangling, like, like she's pretty close to that broom but still dangling. She is being held up by a rope. Still unhappy about it. <laughs> hey, you could just fly over the gelatinous I'm not into this, okay? Not that kind of girl. <laughs> but I'm gonna go about 25, 30 meters in the air. This thing does about 40 meters uh, and around, just mm -hmm. so that way you, you're aware. Um, and I'm guessing that counts as a move action. Yes, it does. So that means I can fire at it. Yep, a single shot. Because of the moving and the yep. flying. Yep. This also means you'll, because you have to take a fly check every round. That does yes. eat up your movement, which means you can only fire once a round. That is fair. I am protecting my friend. 
who is now a pinata. It can't launch things. <sighs> and if not, I'm pretty sure I get a reflex check for that anyways. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to be using my magic arrows, the magi, magi arrows. Okay. I'm just letting you know that that's I'm declaring those are the ones being grabbed. Okay. I remember you saying it's easy to hit. Does above a 20 work? Yes, it does. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I misplaced my uh, cheat sheet. I, I just found it. I'm rolling for damage now. Okay. It takes uh, 10 regular damage from the arrow. Okay. And then the generic magic damage is two. All right. Faye. Oh, I'm sorry. Hugin's round. Yes. Hugin. He's also, I was looking up these things. Um, he has an ability. Sorry. Called a upending strike. So it says the ranger, but I know it like talks yeah. about the companion. Can use this trick as a free action just before he makes a melee attack. If the attack hits, he may make a free trip combat maneuver against the target. Cubes cannot be tripped. Okay, but could I table flip him in that, or would that not work here? Because it, it wouldn't work because there is no up or down on a cube. And it's also 1,500 pounds or whatever. Yeah, that too. You probably can't do that. Would a tangling attack work in maybe trying to stick it to the ground? Maybe, but this thing does break down organic material. So it would probably instantly work away the web. Correct. It's also an ooze, so it can... And you've also seen this pass through stone. Okay. I mean, you're more than welcome to have Hugin, like, physically attack it. Yeah, I was just seeing my options before I went to just a, a bite. Um, but no, that, that... So he's just going to try and do a poisonous bite. Okay. Roll for a hit. I apologize. I'm not used to having to read the actual character sheet because my cheat sheet, so I'm trying to find Hugins to hit. Yep. That would be considered melee. Yep. Then that would be a dirty 20 for Hugin. That is a hit. And damage? Yes. Uh, he does get, this thing does get a fort save DC 18. Okay. I got a 24. All right, then uh, the poison won't do the things. All right, I need you to roll a fortitude save for Hugin. That is fair. Let me roll his actual bite damage, too. Yep, go for it. I'm just trying to determine where that d6. Thank you, I was looking for the die. 11 points of damage. Okay. And then his fort save. 29. Not paralyzed. Delilah will yell down at Hugin to never do that again. Faye, you are dangling off of a broom and the cube takes a bull rush towards the wall and is slowly disappearing into the wall. We don't want that to happen. 
it is now well it's it would be considered partial cover but this thing is massive so uh not yeah. really not really but defibulous you see this thing looks like it's charging you and then it literally turns and just slams into the wall and just starts to disappear what happens to the objects that are inside of it they are seeping through small cracks in the wall shoot it yeah i'm gonna shoot at it again are you using your musket or are you using the cartridge i don't have the musket anymore okay why do you not have the musket you uh, retired it yeah i retired it oh right, right, right. cartridge work the, the, this rifle does a lot better damage and well not yet but it's this one's modular the musket was not and the cartridges are a better ammo type for me because reasons what she said or raisins no no raisins but it is Fibulous's turn are you shooting it yep 35 that is a hit 15 damage all right, this thing looks pretty weak. Need to get more attacks per round. Kalila, I need you to roll a fly check. Yep, yep. 17. You start to wobble a little bit, but you correct yourself just long enough for you to pull off your shots. Since, uh... We definitely don't want to lose this cube. I'm switching to a seeker arrow, which normally would be a, if my hit hits, it would seek out a second target within medium range or half of medium range. Would it just kind of like send the other arrow to the cube because it's large enough or no. can I? Okay. It would so be it would, considered a single target. Okay. Well, it still is my most damaging arrow and I'm going to use it anyways and I'll just ignore this freebie arrow. Okay. 27. Hit. 16 damage. You see the color waver, and you see the solidness seems to droop quite a bit as it's still standing, but it looks like it is pretty heavily hurt. Hugin's round. I think the only thing that he could do is see if a tangling attack would do anything. Uh, okay. Because he's not going to bite it again, and he doesn't have to touch the target with his web. Yep. Does the web do damage, or is it just tangling? It's just immobilizes it for one round. Okay. Ent or until it wiggles free or whatever. Okay. Now, I would like to point out this thing is halfway in a wall, so it is clearly able to pass through semi-solid objects. I'm just letting you know that yeah it might not I'm, I'm thinking it might just be like a counter force so it's trying to like move forward and the web might at least try and pull it back or slow it down enough to where slow you get it down so we get one more round like mm -hmm. I, i'm not expecting a lot at okay. all but i, I figured I just, it can't hurt to try yep i just want to make sure there's a clear expectation yes there's a clear expectation of it might do jack dilly crap but hugan's only other option is to touch it he doesn't have any kind of, I mean, he could throw a rock at it. Dude, this is more reason to give Hugin the ability to shoot a gun from his back. You know, I completely agree with that. Somewhere in the 30s? That's a hit. It's considered entangled. 
There's All no right. saving, no nothing. It's just I successfully entangle it. So the way the web binds around, it seems like it has caught on a couple of the objects that are inside, stopping them from easily passing through some of the cracks and the stones in the wall. And it looks like the cube is having struggled getting free. Faye, your turn. Oh, wait, nope. Faye is still paralyzed. She can mumble. <laughs> There's a minute or two as this cube struggles and slips through. And you hear the clang of metal objects hitting the ground as you see multiple diamonds and pieces of metal and pieces of gold drop onto the floor and into the webbing. I'm going to roll a percentage. 50 or higher, the trigger drops. 49 or lower, it stays with the cube and you will have to hunt the cube. <laughs> I rolled a 69. Woo! We got the, 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 the triggers. You see the small box wrapped in sackcloth drop to the ground, bounce off of a small uncut diamond, and slide into, into the webbing of Hugin. The slime has successfully gone away, got away, but you have the trigger. Good enough. It was just kind of, you know, that was fun. First time I got to fight one of those. You know, that and wasn't half bad as she tries to land as delicately as she can, which would be like hovering off the ground, hopping off and, you know, catching her kind of thing. Or however, it's. Yep. Fly check. Don't crash me. 19. You land fairly safely. Uh, you kind of drop down just slightly harder than you expected, but nothing that just a good dusting of Faye would not solve. She is still paralyzed. Um, what would you guys like to do now? I will at least get her off the broom and laying comfortably until the paralysis wears off. Okay. Mm, the Fibulous will... Hey, um, can I borrow the flask so I can wash the stuff off? She will hand over the water skin after washing out Faye's hands with the, the goo just in case it had remnant paralysis disease. Paralytic. Yeah. All right. Defibulous, are you going for your trigger? Cautiously, Defibulous will go for the trigger. Okay. Watch it. And before he messes with that, is that sack even around since it was being digested? Uh, the sackcloth, eh, it's in pieces, like it, because technically sackcloth is semi organic. Um, there's some twine that's still intact. The box looks like it was made from like reinforced with pieces of metal so it looks like it's a little metal box uh, but you also see a handful of diamonds and a handful of gold nuggets stuff like that yeah I'll write those down for sale yeah Defibius is going to take the water flask and rinse everything off before he messes with any of it okay and then I also need a perception check since you're doing this carefully 34 as you pour you, before you look you pour, see that you know all the ooze has kind of sank away and you're clear to reach out. As you start to pour it, a tendril whips out 
and hits you. I need a fort save. Aw, he got to at least see the hit coming, huh? That, yep. that was that was what he got for 34. He got to see it coming. I rolled a nat 20. Ah, okay, that explains it. Oof. 26. All right, so you take... You are not paralyzed, but you take two... You take two points of regular damage and two points of acid damage as the cube gets its one last hit off before it scurries away. Rude. It pretty much slapped you across the face type thing. Shouldn't eat things that's not his then. So you have now acquired some gold pieces, some diamond pieces, and a strange little box with your name on it. Don't sound all excited, Defibulous. Ah, sorry, I was writing stuff down. So you have acquired the dragon, or at least the box that you believe has the trigger in it. Defibulous will very cautiously open the box. As you slowly open the box, you hear that strange voice echoing in your head of the Remember me. And as you open it, this trigger is dark green with strange silver bandings. And the trigger itself is a high polished shine, but it gives off this strange black hue to it. And it is in perfect condition. Sat in a comfortable little spot of special cotton that is used for making uh, cotton loaders. The box is nice and intact, no damages to it, and this thing is in better condition than you would have ever imagined it to be. Diffurious will sigh very happily that part of the rifle is now back in, in his family's possession again. If Kalila overhears the sigh, which I'm assuming it, it's good, while not leaving Faye's sigh, go, is it intact? Um, perfect condition. Awesome. Shiny and pretty, too. The fibulous, I need a perception check. 26. You can feel where the stock of the dragon rifle is. It actually is. I don't want to say moving, but it's got that almost like it's got a slight like movement to it. And there's a strange heat coming from where you keep it stowed. Yeah, because the, the rifle stock is... I don't remember if we left that in the Holy City or we brought it. Or... I remember you having it with you. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want the chance of your brother finding where you live and just stealing it right from out from under you. Well, before we blew him up. Yeah, but you never stated you left it behind. Okay, so yeah. He, he finds it kind of interesting that he can feel the, the stock piece and the heat coming from it. What are you going to do? Actually, he's going to take it out and see why it's doing that. Has it been at least a minute for poor Faye? 
She gets like, another couple round, another round or two is what she's got left. Okay. <laughs> As you pull the stock out, the barrel, or I'm sorry, the stock becomes blistering hot in your hand and to the point of where you drop it. And instead of hitting the ground, it hovers for a moment. The trigger starts to glow and pulse, and you all see small metal tendrils come out of where the trigger mechanism goes, latch onto the trigger, and you see small wires whip out in all directions connecting it, and it slowly pulls it back in before slowly lowering itself to the ground. All movement stops, all vibrations, all magic around it just stop, and it looks mundane. Upon a closer look, you notice that the seam that there should be for where you slide the trigger mechanism in is completely gone, and the stock and the trigger look as if they are a single piece. Do we get to see this or just a fibulous? Everyone sees it. Okay. Well, that's, um, I can't say I've seen that done before. Faye, you are now unparalyzed. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Oh, you can talk again. Twyla will help her sit up. You, 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 gooey. Head back over the water skin. Push the rest of that off. By the way, don't touch a cube. <laughs> Apparently. You walked over and touched it before I could stop you. Oh, she didn't touch it. She jammed her arm in it. Still touching. You. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, no, we should leave us alone next. It's why I don't go hunting in a swamp. I mean, there's a difference between touching. Touching, you just went over and put your hand in. No, you just put your arm... In it? Up it? I'm not sure which. That's probably why it lasted so long, but... Really? No, those things paralyze things, obviously. Right, no, we're, we're done. You got the thing you needed, right? Yeah, now we gotta go find the rats. I'd say all in all, it's been a very good day. Not unless you just want to abandon the whole rat quest since, you know, we still need a wind crystal. Now, I think we need to look into the, why there are weird rat things walking around gathering stuff and I'm really worried about the war between the rats and the snakes and what would happen to this place if yeah. they're gathering all that scrap metal like I just see that being a bad thing in many years to come yep well we won't be here in many years but you did promise to take care of the rat problem take mm -hmm. care of what allowed us down here so I think we go back to that one tunnel that had the downward, I don't want to call it a staircase, but down pa downward pathway. Well, yeah, because we, we know that the the one talking red didn't obviously come this way. There was one more tunnel that we didn't explore. Possibly two, or we can head down the stairs. 
Well, I think we were we originally said we were going to Diablo this 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 level and check it out fully. All right, I will lead the way to the tunnel that Koala chooses to investigate next, which is actually kind of oh no, wait, got that was... two tunnels that you have not explored. You have yeah. one that is a little bit more northeastern and one that's a little bit more northwestern. Yeah, way back before we exploded all the rats, there was a tunnel that went down towards the east. So she's going to hit them in systematic order and so explore one. the one, yeah, westish. Okay. As the group goes through the process of checking this floor thoroughly and Diabloing this ship proper. The westernmost tunnel, as you follow it down, leads out and opens up into a massive lava pool. There's no direct way down, and it is just a massive lava pool. You hear the sounds of the, the fire glubbing, and it's a nice, pleasant heat. But it is clear this is a dead end. Awesome. That rules that out right quick. Gonna hit the east one real quick, then. As you make your way to the eastern tunnel and you head that way, the tunnel, after a few hundred yards, is a solid cave-in. It looks like it has been here for quite a while. Returning back into the room where that tunnel connects, you feel yourself being tired as you've been walking around for several hours. You are all going to get a short rest here, and this is where we end this episode. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if Defibulus has acquired his first piece of the dragon's rifle, a trigger. Now, between you and me, I don't believe that is just any ordinary weapon. Things about it seem otherworldly, but that tale, me friends, is for another time. But speaking of time, the moon is high, and that means our time has come to an end. As always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 